sight words, tricky words, high frequency words, fry words, dolch words. You probably heard all of these names. There's tons of different names for these words that kids need to know to be able to read fluently. But what you don't know is there's a better way to teach reading and this is my jam. Let's dig in. Hey mama, welcome to Keys to Kindergarten Readiness. I'm Shannon Ali, daughter of the king, wife, mom of three littles, and kindergarten readiness expert. I've been where you are. You know your child can excel academically, but you don't know what or how to teach them with your super busy schedule. You're also tired of yelling at your child and wish they would listen to you the first time. I know you deeply desire for your child to have a strong foundation of faith from an early age. I have quick, easy tips on faith, positive parenting, and fun learning. If you're eager for your child to go from being underprepared to being more than ready for kindergarten, grab your favorite pen and your notebook because class is in session. Let's go. We have a five-star review from Tracy Hoff, the organized coach. It reads golden, so many ideas, so much value here. Keep up the amazing work getting this information into the world. I love your nuggets in every episode's recommending. Thanks, Tracy. I appreciate you. And if you're on Facebook, Mama's listening, I want you to join our free Facebook community. I'm out of school now. Thank you. And so I have some more time to be able to do some cool things in there and answer any questions that you might have or about how to teach your child how to read or just get ready for kindergarten, life skills, all of that jazz. So it's also a great place to connect with other Christian moms on the same path as you. So you're going to go to Facebook, type in um, kindergarten ready. What is it called? Right now it's called Keys to Kindergarten Readiness, the community, and you'll just uh, ask to join. We'll get you in there. So what are sight words? You might be asking. If you Google it, sight words are going to usually be defined. Um, it says defined as commonly used words that young Young children are encouraged to memorize as a whole by sight so that they can automatically recognize these words in print without having to use any strategies to decode. Okay, so memorization, right? Um, there's a lot of definitions. Another definition talks about sight words basically being words that cannot be sounded out. So when I think of words that cannot be sounded out, like decoding, that's what we call decoding, words like of, right? O-F, if I were to try to sound that out, it would be like um, ah, off, right? But it's not, right? Um, words like one, O-N-E, you know, words like said, these are, these are sight words and that, uh, in that they cannot be sounded out and you do have to memorize them. So, but eventually all, we actually all, like all words are going to become sight words. So you and I are not sitting around and sounding out at, right? Every time we see cat, like it's become a sight word, you know? So just a couple of different definitions, but I honestly, I've worked with a ton of kids on reading, young kids, um, even some, you know, older kids, like first, second grade and well, <laughs> high schoolers too, but, um, but I always get moms with little children who swear my child can read Miss Shannon or, or, you know, whatever. Um, and so I was like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll let them read air quotes and put air quotes on, I'll let them read to me. Like, I'd love to hear it. And then, um, you know, they read that book verbatim, turn the pages at the right time, do all that stuff, right? And then I might pull 
pull um, a word out, write, write down one of the words from the story out of context on a piece of paper randomly and see, like, hey, what does it say? And typically, y'all, they can't read that. They, they've memorized the book, okay? They have not, they don't actually know how to read. They see those, those same pictures and those same things, and they, you know, just like a song, you memorize it. So, or maybe they can read those words independently. Maybe they have memorized those, uh, you know, there's like little Bob books, Matt Sat. Matt sat on a cat, you know, like it's really very simple and, you know, and so maybe they can, they memorize how the word Matt looks, right? But say for instance, I change the sound, I change the sound and I manipulate it in some way. So instead of changing, instead of having um, Matt sat, you know, those, those I might change um, Matt and change the last sound to a P, right? map and but they don't they don't they don't, they don't read it. they're clueless right so um so they're uh blah, blah, blah. don't get me wrong there's a place for sight words but this is my key to help your children have a solid foundation in reading there's basically a quote i can't find it so i might have i sort of made it up but not really like somebody made it but i i can't remember it so <laughs> this is loosely the gist of it it's like if you teach a child five sight words they can read five sight words but if you teach a child reading skills they can read hundreds, thousands, countless numbers of words, right? So I don't want you to be focusing on sight words so much if your child can't actually read. So that's what we are going to get in today. So number one, in order to help your child be a strong reader, you need to do tons of phonological awareness activities. What is that, Shannon? I forgot what that means, right? No, what it is is phonological awareness is the ability to hear and manipulate sounds. This is so important because it's considered one of the top, if not the top, indicators for later reading success, y'all. So um, examples of this phonological awareness activities, like I say, listening activities, like auditory activities. Uh, examples would be like rhyme, right? You're familiar with that. Even counting words in a sentence, being able to say, the cat was big, like how many words did I say? Okay, four words. All right, uh, beginning sounds in words. What's the first sound you hear in the word cat? What's the middle middle sounds in words? What's the middle sound you hear, or the ending sound you hear in the word cat? Being able to hear all those sounds. Syllable segmentation, you know, I do this with my little like toddlers uh, that come to daytime playtime, our little center. Um, they can clap out alligator, you know, being able to, to hear those different sounds. So it's all about hearing. There's no, there's no, uh, letters or words involved in this. It's all auditory phonological awareness, right? Blending. If I were to say, if you were to tell your, ask your child, what word am I saying? And you say d ah, g with those pauses. Do they know what you're saying? Are they able to blend? Are they able to add words? Are they able to uh, like add words together? Cow, now add boy. What is it now? Cowboy. Are they able to delete? Say cowboy, say it again, but don't say cow. Like, do they know to say boy? Like that kind of thing. Substituting sounds and words, like I talked about earlier. The word is mat. Change the m to s. What word is it now? Ooh, sat. Like, can they do that? Can they manipulate it? Um, if you want to hear more about rhyme, I have an episode, episode three and episode 14. I go into rhyme some more, some more about syllable segmentation, episode four. You can check that out and I'll try to link that down in the show notes. Hopefully I can remember to do that <laughs> for you. But phonological awareness activities, that has been the foundation for my kids. And you can learn, my kids, my per, my biological personal kids that live in my house and then my students um, at the center and just all of that. They have such strong phonological awareness activities uh, at, when they're little too. 
you know, they can start this like really little that they're, they're just ahead of the curve. Like when it's time to actually, you know, go to reading number two, uh, another way to help your child become a strong reader is that your child needs to know phonics, 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 right? And that's basically the definition of phonics is being, is defined as matching those letters to those sounds. So previously we're not doing, we weren't with phonological awareness. There's no letters and sounds. Phonics is all about letters and sounds. So basically your child has to know the letters, like the sounds that the letters make in order to read, right? I love to teach students and kid, my kids young. I love to teach them through songs and hand motions. And so I made like little hand motions that go with them. So the A says ah, and we do our hands like an alligator and that's so much fun. And the B says b. All right, so your child needs to know what the letter sounds are and and um and not so caught up in like A is for Apple. Like that is not what it's for, right? Like we want them to know that A says ah. So I can link a video that I created down below that I use with the students at our learning center and um, the kid, my kids at home, my uh, later on kids, <laughs> I taught them that too. So I can put that down so you can check that out. Practice with your child, help them make sure they know their phonics, they have those down. And some people actually may disagree with teaching phonics before your child starts kindergarten, but my argument for that is why can't they know letter sounds, right? They know that we teach them that the cow says moo and the pig says oink. How could it not be okay to teach them that the A says ah, right? Like that is ridiculous to me. So um, yeah, teach your kids some phonics. Like give them, give them that support and give them that foundation um, so that it'll be easier when they are in school. So more on how to teach letters and sounds like those phonics, more on how to do that on episode 16, okay? It'll be down in the show notes as well, right? So you're going to just binge if you haven't been listening to our show. Number three, once they have phonological awareness skills and phonic skills pretty strong, as in they're like accurate, at least like 80, 90% of the time. So like if you ask them, um, what's a word that rhymes with cat, Matt, like they're good at, like they're good at all these things. What's the first sound in this? What's the, um, what sound is the you make, you know, all that kind of stuff. When they're pretty good with that, you can go ahead and start teaching them how to read words and we teach two letter words first. Okay. So number three is teach them to read two letter words. So two letter words, like we call them like VC words, VC vowel consonant is what it stands for. And that would be a word like it or up, right? The vowel I and the T, the consonant or the, an up, the, the V is, um, the vowel and that is, you know, the U and the P. Sorry, I know I'm probably doing too much. Anyway, so why, Shannon? Why don't we start with words like cat and hat and things like that? Y'all, because, because we don't teach in math. In math, how would it be if we started teaching kids to add three numbers at a time, right? We're not like, hey, little Johnny, I know you just learned your numbers. Let's let's add this. What's two plus four plus three? Do we do that to little Johnny? No. So why in the world would we jump to reading three-letter words and four-letter, like, and five? No, 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 no. So we want to make sure that a child can add two numbers together at a time. So let's make sure they can blend and read two letters together at the same time before um we move on to more advanced things. So our key takeaway today is that 
Honestly, sight words are not bad. There is a place for them and we will get to them one day. Like, don't get me wrong. We need our sight words. But to best, the best way to make sure your child is set up for success with reading is to work on actually teaching them to read and not just memorize a list of words, right? So uh, your challenge today is to make sure that you're practicing those phonological awareness skills. Number one, that's your recap. Um, so instead of start teaching those blah, blah, instead of trying to teach uh, sight words right now, your challenge is to work on phonological awareness skills, those listening skills, number two, phonics, the so letters and sounds, and number three, when they're solid with that, you're going to start blending two letter words. All righty. So remember, we have that Facebook group. Get in there, ask us questions or ask me questions, and I'll do my best to answer them quickly. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I pray for your help as we help our children become strong readers and get ready for kindergarten. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you, mama. To God be the glory. Did you learn something during today's show? I really hope so. If your answer is yes, you owe it to yourself to join the Keys to Kindergarten Readiness Facebook community. Guess what? It's absolutely free and you get to connect with other like-minded sisters in Christ who are on the same journey as you. They're raising their children to be smart, independent preschoolers who love Jesus. And lastly, I have a favor for me. If you enjoyed the show, please, please, please write us a review. It's really quick. It'll let you take you less than 30 seconds. And it's the way people can find out about the show and keep the free tips coming. Okay, have a blessed day.